welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert, Dr. Tom Vergus, as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business. Hello, everyone. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. This is Tom Vergus. I'm joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hello, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm terrific, thanks. And you? That's good to hear. I'm I'm good too. Good thanks. fighting uh, fit, I hope. Yes, I'm fighting <laughs> fit. Yeah, staying out of the way of um, nasty viruses. Indeed. Mm. But you know what they say? It's very difficult to stay out of that's the way. Right, yes. We're all going to get it, it seems. Yes, that's right. It's um, something that is probably going to be very hard to avoid. Let's just hope that most of us only have a little mild dose of a cold indeed let's hope at, so at worst yes so uh, based on that i thought what we could talk about today on this episode would be how to lead cross-cultural virtual teams in times of uncertainty mm. because that is certainly there isn't it now? absolutely yeah and and you know the, a lot of companies now are Basically telling their employees to work from home. I know my son who works for Google, um, Google have told their employees in the US they would strongly recommend that they work from home until further notice. Mm. I know that my team in Manila, the office that they work out of, are looking into that very thing as well. So companies all over the world are now telling their employees to work from home. And, and for tech companies, I guess that's probably something that they do from time to time anyway, so the transition is natural. But for those companies that are not used to doing it, it throws up a whole lot of new challenges, doesn't absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it certainly drives the point home that we are living in a VUCA world, isn't it? That acronym of V-U-C-A, V standing for volatility, volatile, mm. U is uncertain, C is complexity and A is ambiguity, mm. right? So that term, the VUCA world, we are definitely living in that world. So I think it probably would be useful for us to just share some thoughts on how do we help leaders, especially global leaders who are having to manage remote teams in consisting of people from different cultures yeah, and how to do that well. Mm. Yeah, that's a, a really good uh, point, and it's something that I'm quite passionate about too. So what, what are some of the things that a leader needs to bear in mind? So I think because we're coming at it from a cultural lens, one of the things we need to be aware of is there are certain cultures which are far more resistant to change compared to others. Mm. So you may recall, Jürgen, that many, many uh, moons ago, many podcasts ago, we talked about the fact that Professor Gerd Hofstede was the very first person who did research on cultural differences. Mm. He came up with six different dimensions. And uh, actually, he just recently passed away. Uh, he put a bit a month, two months ago. Uh, rest his soul. Mm. Uh, may he rest in peace. But one of the dimensions he talked about is uncertainty avoidance, okay? Mm -hmm. It's a very funny term. But what I, that actually means is uh, it's about cultures that want to avoid uncertainty. So cultures which are very high 
in terms of the scores of uncertainty avoidance are countries like Japan, Korea, Greece, and Turkey, for example. Mm. So these are cultures who like things to be set a certain way, and they don't like a lot of change. And the reason we I'm bringing that up as, as a point of consideration is, depending on which countries the teams are located in, is keeping in mind that some people adapt to the VUCA world a yeah. lot easier mm. than others. Yeah, and, and so those that are in these countries that may have a cultural tendency to avoid uncertainty or, or to like things in a very structured way need more assistance and more guidance. Very good. Versus countries like Singapore, mm. Hong Kong, who are actually far more adaptable to change, mm. right? Because, I mean, in fact, if you look at their history, yeah. they've just adapted. Things are changing so, all the time. All so the they, time. Yeah. They're very much used to that. So that point around where are the team's located and what do we need to be conscious of. So it's keeping that as a, as a lens, as a global leader, thinking of, okay, so where are, where are the cultures? Which are the countries I'm located in? So if I have a team in the Philippines, for instance, how well do they adapt to change compared to, say, if I was dealing with a team in Vietnam mm. or a team in Brazil? Like, you know, so just keeping those uh, things uh, in play. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are some of the other issues that i mean there's a lot of tactical things i guess around like time zones is one that, yes. that strikes me as yes. I, I remember from my corporate days that was one that even um, amongst western countries developed countries like the us or like the uk or france for example are countries that i dealt with a lot they couldn't fathom that you know if they structured a or if they scheduled a webinar or teleconference for the middle of their working day, that I would have to get up in the middle of the night and sacrifice my sleep. Yes. It all depends on where head office is. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the central seat of yeah, power. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think there are things from the logistics of those are the what we call the hygiene factors. Mm. But a way of thinking about it is, is a model that, that is called the 3H model, uh, we, you know, we've used this in the diversity and inclusion field for, for many, many, many years. And the 3H stands for the head, the hands, and the heart. Mm. Okay? I like this model because it's a nice, it's quite a simplistic way of thinking about it. it may not be simple in actually putting it into action, Doing it, yeah. but it's a, it's a good way to think about it. So if we think about the head, okay, the head, mm. when we're having people who are working remotely, it's important for us as a, as a leader to actually be reinforcing with them what is the purpose of our organization, mm. right? Like, what are we in business for? What's our strategy? And what's our vision? Because as you can appreciate, Jürgen, someone who's stuck at home and has been stuck at home for days on end, mm. and if they're not used, and this is especially if people who are not used to working from home, yeah. it can become very lonely. Yeah, certainly. Be quite depressing for yes. some people, mm. even though initially it's quite exciting because you say, well, I can sleep in. And yeah, yeah. More flexibility. <laughs> More flexibility. Yeah. Don't have to commute. Yeah, yeah. Three-hour commuters now, all of a sudden my time. Great, yeah. you know, and people have this fantasy of being able to work in my pyjamas mm. and all those, but as you know, yeah. Both of us know that fades out very quickly, doesn't it? That's right, yeah. 
And and the loneliness factor is 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 something that people often overlook. And the the other thing for me, you know, the environment of being in an office and being with other people and and even just seeing the symbols of the culture of the organization yes. and maybe the you know maybe they have their vision on the wall so just seeing that even at an unconscious level every day is quite motivational and all of a sudden that's gone yeah you're right actually the symbols of the organization the colors hmm. you know the logo hmm. all those things are, are reinforcing and of course you're interacting with people who are sharing the similar organizational culture. Mm. Suddenly you are on your own and you're the only person. And the only time I I may link with somebody else from work is through a video conference or a teleconference. So I think that as a leader, it's really ensuring that that we have clarity on the head Mm. piece of the model. So, you know, reinforcing, here's our purpose, here's what we're doing, here's our strategy, here are our goals, here's what we kind of wanted to do, here's your remit. Mm. for what is expected for you, uh, you know, in, in your role. Yeah, and also um, perhaps, and how do we, how do we now, what, what's the impact now that we're operating differently, now that we're doing this virtual um, working in the change situation, how does that impact? So that's right. Being really clear yeah, about Yeah, being clear about and having a conversation about that mm. because really we're making it up as we go. Exactly, yeah. Right? This mm. is unknown new, for yeah. most people, mm. yeah. Then the next part is actually the hands. And I think about the hands as the doing piece. Mm. So in other words, what are the things we need to offer our people, our teams, to ensure they can do their jobs well? E.g., for most people working at home, as you can appreciate, depending on the space that they have available, Mm. unless they have a dedicated space, People may have to be working on the kitchen table mm. or things like that, right? So yeah. again, it's not it's not conducive, but we want to be conscious of those things. And what are some of the things we can offer them? So, uh, for instance, in terms of software, what are some of the tools that we can offer? So we may want to be talking about things like how to use perhaps Microsoft Teams, Messenger, Slack, mm. uh, Zoom, which, you know, for teleconferences, Adobe Connect, yeah. many, 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 many different types of tools. But we need to be offering those things. That's right, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the good news is there's, as you mentioned, there's that's just four examples. There's a, a massive amount of tools available for remote teams. So um, that's, you know, that's not an issue. But as you say, it needs to be available to each individual. Yeah, and, and, and probably a quick... A training session on how to use mm. them, right? Um, the other thing I think we need to also keep into consideration as a leader is the availability of broadband mm. in different parts of the world. So we have an assumption when we're working in the office that broadband works, is instant, it can take a tremendous amount of data. However, when you're converting it now to the home, it may not have the same capacity mm. So just being conscious yeah. of that, you know, for things well, like transferring files, hmm. etc. Yeah. So those would be, I think, the tools. The other thing I think it's also important in terms of the tools is actually ensuring people are able to have a 
time plan that they're working on because as you know it's very easy to kind of just get caught don't you like yeah, yeah. you know at least you know in an office you can say oh you know it's lunchtime now mm-hmm. or it's let's go and have some morning tea type thing with a colleague mm-hmm. but when you're at home and especially if you're on your own then it's easy to let that slip that's right and there's other other distractions of course correct mm-hmm. think about then all those individuals who may have to work from home and they may have children or they may have uh, parents mm. in the house uh, having to navigate mm. uh, those things yeah and and people you know there's some simple suggestions around how you can help people set boundaries for themselves within their home mm. if they're working mm. and some simple tricks like you know closing the door and putting a sign on the door so that whilst that's happening I'm working and don't interrupt me if the door's open then yes I'm available for other other conversations yeah. that yeah that's a good simple strategy mm. isn't it that works or tactic really and the third h is for heart mm. and what i mean by heart is that as a leader we want to be conscious of actually caring for the individual mm. so we want to care for them as a team member make sure that they're okay and make sure their family members are okay their friends are okay community their country so it's it's actually demonstrating care yeah and how how is that different because i guess a good leader would be demonstrating that all the time but how is that different in a remote working situation i think you need to be ex- more explicit about it mm. If you think about it you're in in, a, in an office environment we can come across each other at the corridor and say how are you, how are you doing how are things at home and we have the opportunity to actually interact right mm. because we have time you usually find if unless as a leader if i'm if i'm not having the one on one time that is the only time we connect is when we come on a team meeting mm. we will do a quick check in and it'll be hi how are you good great let's go yeah. there's actually no time to delve in yeah. mm. so i think it's important then to create one on one time so that we can actually get on a phone call or on a video conference would be obviously far better and actually just check in with people mm. and but to your point good leaders would do that anyway I think on the rem- when you're working remotely you just, you just have to be more conscientious about it. Mm. Yeah, and remember that it's there are some differences with the remote working that actually throw a kind of a barrier in in the way that you may not necessarily be be aware of immediately. That's mm. right. It's a skill that you need to develop and mm. it's a skill you need to constantly be working on because working remotely one and two leading teams remotely is not something that comes naturally mm. you you need to really be focused on that mm. and the other thing of course with teams working remotely is that the interaction between individual team members is different too so that everybody is working from their own home so let's say you have a team of 10 people that's they're in 10 different locations which throws up a whole another challenge correct mm. correct and it can be just even if it's in one city mm. right it's 10 different suburbs isn't it or yeah, one yeah. country 10 different towns and so yeah you can just multiply that and see the complexity that it leads to so as confucius said we live in very interesting times <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be good to see yeah. where where it leads where where mm. this goes to mm. i didn't know confucius said that yeah, he said i think he, yeah, said, he said a lot of things he said a lot of things <laughs> yeah. that's one of those yeah, yeah. things he said <laughs>
<laughs> so what's the takeaway for our listener today, Tom? So I think the reflection point here is, given the fact we are living in a, in a VUCA world, how do we as a leader help our teams navigate through this time of uncertainty? We may be uncertain ourselves. Hmm. So that point around, as we have spoken before, how do I show up? Yeah. You know, what's my attitude? All these things that goes without saying are important. But how do I maintain my level of, maybe manage my own level of anxiety or maybe my own level of fear uh, and also manage the team? Because I, as a leader, I need to be able to lead the mm. team uh, to success. And we, we've also talked about transparency in the past. So I think transparency is an important thing here and sharing with your team that, hey, this is a different situation. I'm not sure how this is going to work. Here's here's some of the things that I'm concerned about, and you know, help me navigate through this. Indeed, yeah. Mm. So that whole level of authenticity that comes into it, because I think at the end of the day, we're all in it, mm. right? Like there's there's no one that's going to be untouched by mm. this. We're all in it, that's right. and yes. we're all trying to navigate yep. our way through it. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to be the impacts of across the board, whether it's in the financial sector, whether it's the impact on businesses, whether it's the impact on people's movement. That's, yeah, it's everybody's going to be impacted. Indeed. Hopefully, you'll be spared the virus itself. Indeed. But you will be impacted. Yes, indeed. Great. Thank you, Jurgen. Thanks, Tom. See you at the next one. Yeah. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.